Hey, what's up, everybody? How you doing tonight? Episode number 259, Drinking to Your Podcast. The only podcast that lasts until the last drop. Uh, Sunday night here, not a Monday. Look at me go. Getting this done a little ahead of time by a day. Um, like I used to, it kind of feels, you know, old school. <laughs> it's funny, the progression. I used to do it on a Friday then I started, I was like, ah, you know, Friday, I want to be hanging out. I was like, all right, I'll do it on Saturday. I was like, I said, ah, no, you know, I want to hang out Saturday too. And then it was like Sunday. And for some reason, every damn Sunday, I just have like the worst headache when it comes time to like do this podcast. I'm like, ah, I'll wait till Monday. I'll do it every single Monday for the week before. Um, <laughs> so it's like gotten worse and worse. Uh, but not tonight, you guys, not tonight. This is Sunday night. Uh, I got a little bit to say about the NFL. My damn Dallas Cowboys. I want to go ahead and start there because it's so frustrating. It's so fucking frustrating. And then I got to watch Dak on these sleep number beds. <laughs> it's like, you should not be sleeping well. Somebody change his fucking sleep number. I, I, think I sent that out as a tweet earlier. I'm like, is he trying to match his interceptions to his sleep number? What the fuck is going on? Um, horrible game from what I could see. And my Wi-Fi was being a little batch. Um, but yeah, um, from what I could see, it was just an awful fucking game. The turnovers just in the first quarter. It was real bad. It was so bad. Um... Yeah, just not a good game, man. And and what did I say last week? I said this, and I say this every time we play a division rival. It's never going to be easy. <laughs> How many field goals did they miss, too, by the way? They missed, like, four fucking field goals, and we still lost by, like, two touchdowns. Ugh. It's, it's just awful, man. Awful. I don't, I, you know, it's, it's easy to uh, be a homer. And start saying things like, yeah, well, we held back a little bit. You know, we don't want to show all our cards. It's not about winning the division. What about going into the playoffs hot? Is that a factor? Because we're not. We're ice cold. Six feet under. Toe tag. Ice cold going into the playoffs now. That we lost to the fucking commanders. Who are, didn't even come close didn't even come close to the playoffs this season. I mean, they beat two really good fucking teams. They beat the Eagles and they beat us. I think we split the season series with them. We, we beat them pretty good last time. But still, man, that's embarrassing. <laughs> it's embarrassing that we lost that bag. We played our starters. These are our starters. Were we working on a new game plan? I don't understand what the fuck's going on. And by the way, tonight, I haven't said what I'm drinking. I'm drinking a White Claw, uh, Black Cherry, my favorite one. As my friend Sydney would say, there ain't no law when you're drinking the claw. That is not legal advice. That I'm just being silly. Don't follow that advice. I'm just a guy drinking on a podcast. Um, none of this is legal advice. Uh, so if you got them, drink them. Bottoms up. Cheers, everybody. Oh, yeah, that is my favorite one. So good. But, yeah, it's so embarrassing, man. Oh, excuse me. I just can't believe we lost that bad. And like I said, they miss field goals, like, consistently. 
It was, I was actually watching the, uh, uh, Detroit Green Bay game. Detroit's giving them hell, both eight and eight teams. I hope they both lose somehow, but, um, I guess if I had to pick one over the other, I would definitely pick Detroit, uh, to win that game. That's who I would want to win. But yeah, all, I think they missed one in that game when I was watching that. And I, the Seahawks, I think they missed a couple. Of, it's just a bad week for kickers. No, what the hell? They're just losing focus. It's the end of the season. They're like, ah, just throw it up there. Just boot it up there. See what happens. And it's just, I mean, they were, they seemed routine. And that's easier for me to say, watching from the sideline, that it's a routine field goal. <laughs> I've never kicked professionally anything in my life. Rugby, soccer, football, none of it. Um, so it's easy for me to say. But uh, just a weird week, an odd week. I actually don't know who won that uh, that uh, Packers game. I'm hoping Detroit. I really do. I don't have any notes with me. I'm recording on my, my main bitch, my, my main cell phone. I don't know what I did with the other cell phone I normally record on. I think I left it. I was practicing some drums a few nights ago. I think I left it at the practice space. So <laughs> I got to go back up there and get it. I was like, I could either drive all the way over there and get it tonight or just, you know, raw dog it, as I say. <laughs> We're going no condom. Um, but yeah, weird, weird fucking week. And it's been a day of sports, too. It's been a weekend of sports. We had the Stars starting at like 2 o'clock. Um, Cowboys starting at 325. The Mavericks, I believe, started at 7. Uh, just a good... Uh, and I also watched that Winnipeg Jets game. I keep I keep telling my friend the Jets, they're, they're not to be overlooked. Uh, switching to hockey real quick. I'm sure I'll fall back into football when I get pissed off at Dak Prescott here in a minute for not planting his feet. You know, I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, watch the Winnipeg game against Vancouver. And uh, great, great game. Highly entertaining. I mean, they scored a lot in the game. Uh, once Winnipeg jumped out to the lead, they never gave it up. Even though Vancouver tried to fight back, Vancouver was down four to two at some point. I guess Vancouver scores four to three, uh, and then Winnipeg scores. Yeah, I looked up and it's like going into the third period is five to four. Uh, but I do love the Jets, man. They're they're it's stiff competition. Um, in my Dallas Stars conference. I mean, they're literally a point behind us. One point behind us with... They've played one less game. So, I mean... We have a day off and they win. I mean, they're in the lead of the, the conference. Which is good for my Stars. Like, you know... It's hard to be mad at that. I mean, I, I am just a Jets fan in general. But, uh... Yeah, it's hard to be mad at good competition. You don't want to walk into the playoffs, man. You want to see everything you're up against. And the Jets are right. I mean, they're on our fucking heels, dude. So, uh, you know, you just never want an easy way in. You want to have to fight for it. And not only that, but you don't want to exhaust yourself. Like, uh, look back a couple of years before Ovechkin and the Capitals 
won the Stanley Cup. Dude, the, what did they win the President's Trophy like two seasons in a row or some crazy shit? And they would get wiped out in the first or second round. President's Trophy doesn't mean shit. It's nice. You know, but uh, it doesn't mean shit. It really doesn't mean shit when it comes down to it and you're playing in the playoffs and get wiped out easily. Well, I say easily, but you know what I mean. It's like you worked all that. It's almost like, did you wear yourself out shooting for the president's trophy? I think when um, Washington won, they were like third, fourth place that season in their conference. I could be wrong. I'm, I'm kind of spitballing right now. But the point remains that, you know, you don't want to waste all your energy on fighting for that top spot, you know, first overall <laughs> in the whole fucking NHL. That doesn't intimidate anybody when you go into the playoffs. If anything, it probably motivates the other team to go, okay, well, you might have won that one, but you're not winning this one. You're not winning that cup. And that's what you really want. That's what I want. I'm not saying my stars don't have a good team. I'm not saying I'm not happy with my stars. Uh, we did shit the bed, though. <laughs> the California teams, uh, LA Kings and the Anaheim Ducks. Got beat by both of those teams. It's like, really? The Ducks? Like, they're horrible. But that just goes to show, man. It's, you know, a shitty team can beat a great team on any night. Let's take another drink. And I think LA is a pretty good team. So, it's hard. It, that was a hard-fought game. I think those were back-to-back. -back. No, I could be wrong. I think it was... We played, then we had an off night, and then we played again. But yeah, the Ducks, you don't want to lose to the Ducks. That's awful. And I love the picture that the, the Twitter account for the Dallas Stars posted up. We are going into the third. We were down 2 nothing, and they put a picture of Tyler Sagan up there. And I was like, this is an appropriate picture. Because what the fuck are you going to do, Sagan? What are you going to do about it? No, 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 no. We're not talking about Robertson. No, 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 no. We're not talking about Jamie Benn. We're not talking about a hints. Oh, excuse me. We're not talking about any of those young guns that have been scoring, that have been carrying the team. What is Tyler Sagan going to do? It's like he scores a fucking goal and DFW goes, woo! Fuck that, man. You got to do more than score a fucking goal or a... Oh, it's irritating. We're paying that guy so much money. To have no set of testicles every night on the ice. I'm sorry. Sorry to be so blunt. But that's how I feel. He has no sack, dude. Just the softest fucking baby shit hockey player I've ever fucking seen. He's not a game changer. He's not a game breaker. He's not an X factor. He's not a clutch player. Whatever you want to say. He's none of that. None of that. Any night. He's none of that. He scored the other night, and I saw on Twitter people just sucking his fucking dick. And it's like, dude, this is the first thing he's done in ages. They were talking about Robertson today, our victory over the Florida Panthers. You know, what an all-star. What a stud he is. How, how often can Robertson carry the team? I mean, dude, Sagan, where are you going to pick up the slack, bro? Don't tell me about intangibles. He does all the little things right. Well, can he do the big things right? 
Not just the little things. Like, fuck, man, we need some goals from him. From him specifically. Oh, it's irritating as hell, man. Um, I could beat Tyler Sagan's ass in a fight. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. If you guys want to set it up, put me and him in a ring with boxing gloves. I'm going to beat the fucking shit out of him. probably got him by 40 pounds but still you know like i would love to do that no i wouldn't that would be degrading he'd probably never do it anyway i mean a hockey player you normally don't want to challenge a hockey player to a fight but that guy fuck it jamie ben would be a tough customer <laughs> that's for sure uh but yeah they were talking about robertson and they were talking about the type of goals he's getting which is very very important very important. He's not getting empty net goals, which, I mean, yeah, he does. He's got some. He's getting clutch goals. He's getting game, uh, taking the lead in the game goals. He's getting game tying goals going into overtime. He's not waiting for that fucking empty net. And God damn it, that's what I love about him. That's, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> Sagan is just not half the fucking player Robertson is like and I think the thing that kind of works against him too just for my mentality uh, well one the fucking money we paid him and, and two the way he was sold to us coming from Boston like he was this whiz kid some stud you know he's quick he ain't shit he ain't shit he should not be on the top two lines my opinion Maybe there's the, well, I say maybe. There's probably a lot I'm not seeing that the coaches are. I mean, uh, DeBoer is doing it, you know, putting him where he's putting him for a reason. I'm not an NHL coach. But, I mean, to place his ass on the third fucking line. But you can't do that because then management's like, whoa, whoa, hey. We pay this guy a lot of money. We need him playing all the minutes he can play. Like, what can we do with him, dude? And just a thought, the first, first NHL team to ever do it. Can we just have him camp out in front of Ottinger? Sorry, my nose has stopped up. I can't say words right. Can we have him camp out in front of Ottinger as a sweeper of sorts? <laughs> He's the first line of defense in front of Ottinger. He's going to take the slap shot to the gut, to the leg, to the shoulder, maybe to the face. Maybe that'll shake up his brain. That's mean. You don't want you don't want to fuck around with that. That's CTE and shit. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, let's use him as a sweeper. You are no longer a forward, Sagan, because you obviously can't fucking score. He's not even a decoy. That's the thing you can say about, <laughs> like, uh, not to switch. I mean, I'm switching back to football. But they were talking about getting Terrell Owens back for the Cowboys. And it's like that would be he would be a great decoy. He's older. He's in impeccable shape, but he is older. But he would be a great decoy, and he would make those fucking huge plays when you least expect it. And like they're not going to throw to To. Oh my god, he ran down the field for sixty fucking yards. You know what I mean? But uh, Sagan's not even a fucking decoy, man. They're not worried about Sagan taking a shot. We used to do that thing on the power play. Where he just tried to snipe it in from the side. You knew it was coming every time. You knew it was coming every time. 
very, very telegraphed. It was always going over to Sagan for his big slap shot. And it works sometimes, but it's not a solution. You know, uh, he drives me up a fucking wall. We're, like I said, we're paying him so much fucking money, but that's why you can't play him on the third and fourth line. You're not going to pay that kind of money to, for a third or fourth line guy. You don't. You just don't do that. You pay your big money to your big guns, and he's got, I mean, he's got a little fucking pea shooter. <laughs> Sexual in, innuendo intended. A little pea shooter in his fucking pants there too. Sorry. I'm being very degrading to him right now. I hope he never hears this because I, I don't want to like tear him down as a human. But come on, dude. <laughs> come on. Let's take a drink. Um, yeah, so I'm still doing the... Uh, uh, I'm still doing the uh, uh, live stream thing, Rocket League, man. I, so I started doing this thing now, and you, you guys can log on and see me on Twitch. Uh, I do this thing now. I play 1v1, which is super fucking hard on Rocket League. Like, you don't even understand how fucking hard it is to beat somebody one-on-one. -on -one. There's no defense behind you. It's all you. You're doing the offense and the defense. You got to be a strategist like a motherfucker in that game, so... I always give myself like four games grace. When I log on, I'm like, all right, I'm probably going to lose the first four that I play. You know, I'm just warming up. It's not a big deal. It's okay. You know, like don't get frustrated. You know, don't change games because I've found myself doing that before. I would lose one 1v1. I'm like, ah, fuck it. I'm switching to boxing. And it's like, no, 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 no. Don't switch. Don't switch. Don't give up. So I give myself a little grace period, four games. And usually after that four games, I am tuned up enough to at least make it a competitive game or actually win some 1v1 games. And, that, and that's my rule. I give myself four games and then I have to get a win because 3v3 is honestly my favorite to play. I love playing with the team. I love working with other people that are good players. Uh, the encouragement you can give each other, it's fun. You know, I like playing on a team. I like being a team player. I love love doing my part. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, so yeah, I, I do the four games and I usually lose all four. I have got lucky a couple of times and I've won like the third out of the fourth. I'm like, all right, I'm moving on to 3v3. If I win any of those first four games, I'm moving on to 3v3. You know, it's got to be a legit win. It can't be the I scored one goal and the other person forfeited because they're mad. That's not a legit win. I want to go all the way through the game. I dominated... Or I played well enough to at least beat him in overtime. You know, I'll take that. So then I move on to 3v3. But I have to get that win in first. And, you know, I, I usually spend the rest of my time in 3v3. Um, if I need a tune-up, again, I will go back to 1v1. <laughs> to kind of get my bearings about me again and be like, whoa, what am I, what am I doing wrong? But so I've been doing that. I've been streaming on the dating, dating app Hilly. Uh, which is a lot of fun. I actually, I got someone to watch. We we did like a <clears throat> like a hood group watch, <laughs> so to speak. You know, like on Disney, you can you can group watch. You can like send an invite or what. I, I don't know how they do it, but you can basically like start the movie at the same time with someone in, in another household, and you watch the movie at the same time. It's like we're together. You know, I've done it with my son before. It's like we're together, but we're not. You know. <laughs> And so, uh, 
I finally got someone in. I was talking about the Barbarian Rising show on Hulu that I'm just upset. Dude, I've, I've watched episode... Hannibal's probably... Spartacus, I was thinking, was one of my favorite Barbarians. But Hannibal, I think he's he's probably my fucking favorite. Other than... Uh, I can't remember the Germanic. I can never remember his damn name. It's not Alaric. It's the guy before him in the episodes. But anyways... So we basically, I was talking about it so much and I got someone interested in it. It was such a cool feeling. She's like, okay, I'm going to start watching this. I'm like, hold on, hold on. Don't, don't start it yet. Let me, let me start mine on my end, you know, and, and then we'll, we'll watch it together. So we started watching this thing together and I just was getting, we were going back and forth about things going on in the show. I just got so much satisfaction out of it. I'm like, yes, someone else who has like a thirst for history like I do. You know, now the thing I've never really got into is like the whole Nazi thing. There's so many conspiracies. There's so many, you know, shows about it, you know, uh, Hitler's secret top secret projects and secrets of the Nazis and, you know, Nazi megastructures, all this and that. I, I, I don't know. I've never really got into that. Not yet. Not at this point in time. I know that is history, but. I'm loving the older shit, the fucking barbarians. So we're sitting here watching the show. We're talking about it back and forth. And it was just the coolest fucking experience. Uh, I think that I've had streaming. I'll stream in two places. I'll be playing my video game on Twitch. And I'll stream on Hilly at the same time, you know, simultaneously. And, uh, yeah, man, it's it's just a lot of fun. I'm, I'm starting to meet a lot of cool fucking people. Uh, people with like interests I, and I enjoy that a lot, man. It, it just makes you feel connected in a certain way. So yeah, you can follow me on Twitch, uh, on Hilly. I don't, I don't know how you feel about that. If you're fucking married, I wouldn't suggest going and downloading the, uh, the Hilly app, Hilly dating app to talk to me. Um, but yeah, it, it's been a lot of fun, man. It's been a lot of fun. I'm I'm really enjoying. It's like the it's I guess it's kind of like it's so special to me because it's like I'm I'm meeting people but like in the new new way, you know, like in the modern way. It's not going to a bar anymore and hey, how you doing? You know, it's not that. You're just live streaming and that's how you fucking meet people now. It's fucking cool. It's just kind of blowing my mind because I I, I, nobody ever believes me when I say I am an introvert, man. I'm a hundred percent like an introvert. It, it took a lot for me to start this podcast in the first place, almost five years ago. It took a lot. And then, you know, there's certain weeks, certain episodes. I'm like overwhelmed. I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to fucking talk for 30 minutes. I, I just don't, I don't feel like it, or I don't have enough to talk about. And you just force yourself and you start to realize, and it's the same with the live streaming. It's all like, you know, connecting to me now. It's the same with the live streaming. It's like, I don't know what the fuck to say. I don't know these people. Like, I'm going to show my face and just live stream. But then I start talking and talking and talking before I know it. I've been live streaming for two hours and met so many fucking cool people. It's just such a weird thing, man. It's like I'm in the future all of a sudden. For someone who's so horrible with technology, I'm living in the fucking future. It's wild, man. So wild. Anyway, let's take another drink. Follow me on all of those, by the way. Hilly, don't tell your wife you're downloading it. 
Because I'm not, I don't exclude anybody. I don't know if you can, but I let guys watch my stream too. You know, females watch my stream. It's it's all good. Let's all talk. Um, cheers, everybody. So yeah, last week, switching gears drastically, I was talking about um, my heritage a little bit. Um, I'm Scottish Irish, uh, mixed with Mexican. And now come to find out, mixed with, I don't know how many parts, but Blackfoot Native American. So I've, I've kind of fallen down this rabbit hole a little bit when I can. Dude, I, I've been so fucking busy lately. It's, it's hard to do all the research I want to do. But uh, I'll, I'll get there eventually. I'll, I'll, I'll load your brains with more uh, Blackfoot Native American history as soon as I can. Um, so yeah. Come to find out, I am Blackfoot Native American uh, on my mom's side, which is really fucking cool. I've always been fascinated with the Comanches. Well, not always, but in the past, I don't know, four four years, I've just become fascinated with the Comanche tribe. And come to find out, the Blackfoot Natives, they used to roam the, the Great Lakes, you know, Canada, United States, Michigan, you know, all that shit up there. Um, which eventually, obviously... They got pushed out by the whites. You know, those damn white people um, fucking pushed everybody out. And they became, you know, Plains Native Americans, just like the Comanches. You know, they had to survive on the Plains and, you know, kind of figure out a new strategy. They were pushed out of their, their home eventually at some point. And I found out why they're called Blackfoot, the Blackfoot Natives. And I thought this was so fucking cool. So, you know, they have the, the teepees and to stay warm, obviously they're up by the Great Lakes, Michigan and all that shit. Canada, it's fucking cold. You need a fire. You probably need multiple fires going all the time um, just to s survive, stay warm. So the reason they're called Blackfoot is, you know, you have the fire in the teepee and you're whatever, you sleep around the fire or you just get get warm around the fire well you know the the teepees always had and i always wondered about like rain and stuff coming in because the teepees always have the hole in the top you know they have the sticks poking through but there is a hole like a circular hole going around the sticks um i guess they would probably just throw something over that if it started raining and that would kind of kind of help i'm sure they had it all figured out i don't know actually but anyway so the smoke you know, the, the teepee's made of animal skin. The smoke would go up through that centerpiece and it would turn the animal skin black that they use for the teepee. And eventually they would cut that black off and they would turn it into shoes. Uh, moccasins. I said shoes, like we're at fucking Payless. Uh, they turned it into moccasins. So that was kind of what they were known for was Blackfoot Native American. They took all that smoked skin... It sounds disgusting. <clears throat> but yeah, they would take all that smoked skin and they would put it around their feet and they became known as the Blackfoot natives. Um, what I haven't found yet, which I'm trying to, I'm trying to find out who their enemies were, who they fought, uh, but they were a lot like the Comanches. They, once they learned, you know, got, got weapons, obviously better weapons and learn how to fight from horseback, they became a formidable force. Military, I guess you could call it force. Um, 
they knew how to roam the lands. They knew how to survive off the lands, you know, hunt, all that stuff. Uh, one one other thing I read was they were one of the first tribes. I forget the the name of of doing this. There's a specific word you call it. But they were one of the first ones that would run the buffalo off a fucking cliff. Easy pickings. Now we've run about 15 buffalo off this cliff. Good. We don't even have to use arrows on them. Really, really fucking smart. You know? It's like throwing a net into the, the ocean and getting 150 fucking fish. You know what I mean? Like that's going to feed you for a little bit at least. But yeah, I mean, imagine a buffalo. Imagine if you had 15 buffalo. It's probably more than you could handle in a way. Um, but they were one of the first tribes known to do that. Is it called herding? I don't know. I, I'm, that's the dumbest thing I probably ever said. Yes, they had to herd them, but it's not called herding. I forget the specific name it's called. I would look it up, but I'm using my phone right now. So yeah, I've learned a little bit about them. I I, um, I want to find their natural enemies. Um, obviously, the whites that I keep bringing up, <laughs> they were enemies. Um, and they just, I mean, their technology just defeats the, the Blackfoot every time. You know, you have to start roaming somewhere else. So there is actually... Uh, in Montana now, a whole Blackfoot nation up there. So I bet you can guess what I'm going to say next. That's one of my fucking bucket list things is to go up there and uh, <clears throat> and just meet them. You know, I saw a couple of YouTube videos. They're like, come up, you know, come and talk to us and ask us about our heritage, we'd love to share it with you. And it just, it was such a nice thing and like comforting. I'm like, dude, I want to do that so bad. That's like a life goal of mine now. Um, is to go up there, <clears throat> stay a fucking week, stay a month in the, in the tribe if I can. If I'm allowed to pick their brains, learn everything there is to learn. And some of the pictures, man, there's, there's one particular picture. It's funny how it works, but it's so, there's a, I guess he's a chief of some sort. It's a black and white picture. He's got his headdress on and he's, he's very stoic in the picture. But the way, it, the way he's looking at the camera or whatever it was, you know, the painting they made of him, the way the gaze in his eyes, like almost brought out like an emotional side in me somehow. You know what I mean? Like it made me fucking feel something. Not not like just because it's art and it's beautiful, but like I could feel this man's gaze somehow. You know what I mean? I, I know that sounds weird to say, but just the way he's looking, I'm like, man, I, I just it, it did something to me. You know, it really kind of almost made me emotional. It's like I couldn't stop looking at the picture. I'm just like. I guess a lot of the emotion comes with you know, probably the tragedies they faced and they were they were just such an amazing just all natives not even just the blackfoot comanche all of them they were just such amazing people it's like how could you just it's genocide how could you do that man why couldn't you just live in peace um and the things that I've read, um, 
A History of the United States uh, by Howard Zinn. I hope I said his name right. Uh, the, the little things that I've read, you know, the, the natives were very giving. They would give you the clothes off their back, food, you know, shelter, er, er, teach you how to hunt. They would teach you everything. And, and, and what do we do? I say we. I don't want to be considered in that. But what did they do? They just fucked them over just because they could. Just because I can make you do something, I'm just going to – I mean that's the, that's the human flaw, you know? It's fucked up. I, I just can't believe such beautiful people that, you know, it's not to say that they didn't fight amongst themselves. They did. Of course. We're all human. You know, but it's like we it didn't have to take it that fucking far and just wipe out so many, so many, I don't know, just amazing people. Fucking crazy, man. Especially when those people are willing to give you everything that they have. Everything that is precious to them that they know and love. They're like, yeah, yeah, bro, you can have it. Sure. No problem. And we're just like, well, I want a little bit more. I'm going to take more. Ah, greed. Greed, man. That's all it is. I'm going to take another drink. I know I'm getting preachy. So real quick. Moving on from that segment to another, I mean, just the the pattern of this episode is wild, but it's, uh, you know, I like it. It's the things that pop up in my brain. What do we talk about? Video games, (laughs) dating apps, hockey, football, hockey again, back to football, uh, Native Americans, it's fucking wild. This, this podcast is like a wild dog in the street, man. You're just cha- chasing a stray dog. Come here, buddy. I have food for you. Come here. Um, so, yeah, my band cashing in. That's what I wanted to move on to. I almost forgot. My band cashing in. Uh, we do have a show coming up. Uh, it is a Friday the 13th, which is fucking cool as shit. Uh, at Rubber Gloves, Denton, Texas. Uh, if anyone listening wants to come out, uh, we'd love to see you out there. Introduce yourself. Maybe you're already a part of the scene. I don't know. Uh, but it's going to be a fun show. Flyers are up. Follow us on Instagram. Cashingin.tx, I believe, is what it is. Forgive me, guys, if I got it wrong. Um, super excited, man. So my goal for this year, for this band, is to just straight up play more fucking shows. Uh, we had a great like band meeting about it the other night. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Let me tell you guys what happened. So the reason we didn't have practice one night and we had a band meeting instead was because there was about, I showed up to the practice space first and they wouldn't, there was about 15 cops, Dallas police with the Dallas sheriff included. Um, surrounding the practice space where we practice and so i'm trying to get through the driveway i'm like what the fuck is going on i'm calling the guys like dude i don't think we're gonna practice tonight and sure enough we didn't uh but i i pull up and i'm like hey can i get into the and she's like what room number are you in i'm like ah i really don't know she's like does it start with a two the lady cop i was talking to i was like no it starts with a four i believe she's like okay you can go ahead So then I go, 
and I'm like, okay, it kind of looks like they're at our building and the, the building next to it. You know, the, the cops are all parked out front, lights going, no sirens, but, you know, kind of people standing around. It looks like a fucking standoff. So I go up to the Dallas Sheriff, the 6'5", humongous Dallas Sheriff, and I said, hey, is there any way I can get into that door right there? And he said, no, absolutely not. I was like, okay, so you guys have this all shut down. He's like, yes, sir. So I call the guys. And I'm like, hey, we're not fucking practicing tonight. I don't know what happened. I actually still never figured out what exactly happened, why they had it all shut down. So we meet at the local bar, uh, literally right up the street from the practice space. So we can just talk about things and, you know, what we want to do this year and, and all this and that. And we had a great fucking meeting. And that's the thing I gathered from it. And, and it's on me. Not to say they didn't put it on themselves, but I, I'm taking responsibility. It's on me. I'm going to book us more shows this year because that's what I want to do. I want to play way more shows than we played last year. And so far, we already have one on the 13th. And I believe uh, Growl Records 224, we have our next show of the year. So... Uh, if you're a show promoter, if, you, if you're tied to DFW and you happen to be listening to this, hit me the fuck up through the podcast page, through the band page. We have all the Twitters. We have all the Instagrams. We have all the Facebooks. This is uh, hit us up through there. I, I'm down to play fucking shows this year. That's what I want to do. So if last year, I, I don't know how many shows we played, but let's say we played 15. I want to exceed that by fucking 40. You know what I mean? Like, I want to be a show-playing motherfucker by the end of this. So, uh, yeah, that's the plan, man. Play more shows. Practice more, play more shows. And that's why I've been up at the practice space. Um, Just slapping them drums around, you know, playing some guitar, trying to write some new riffs. I got a couple of tasty riffs I got in the works. Um, And there's so many old riffs through emails that we've sent over the years that haven't even been touched it's incredible we got so much material it's just like we never but we got to do it all i want to play more shows and i want to write more new fucking music Um, which i can't wait until you guys hear the final we just learned a song called death and taxes um, which is was written by me and the guitar player james a long time ago uh, and we just kind of are revamping it, you know, maybe some new lyrics, uh, new parts, different drum beats, whatever. We got to revamp it. But I can't wait until you guys hear that fucking song. It is a banger, dude. I'm so happy with it. I love it so much. But uh, anyways, um, yeah, so 2023, we're playing more shows. We're writing more music. We're going to do it big. I'm sticking with the podcast, you know, like I do. It's going to be a fucking fun time, man. Um, let's uh, let's go ahead and end the how far am I? Dude, last time, last episode, I was like, oh, I'm only 28 minutes in. No, motherfucker, that said 48. I almost talked for a goddamn hour last time. It's pretty wild. Let's finish off this uh, White Claw, and we'll call it a night. Now I got to go upload this bitch on my shitty ass fucking spectrum wi-fi fucking hate it i really hate it
It's so inconsistent. I can't make it through a fucking kids show for my daughter. <laughs> and I've let them know. Oh boy, have I let them know on Twitter. I definitely, for all to see. That's the beautiful thing about Twitter. These big companies and shit, they don't want to get embarrassed in front of, I don't have that many followers, but you don't have to be a follower to, to see my tag of Spectrum talking shit. You know what I mean? They don't want to be embarrassed like that. So it's, it's pretty cool. And, 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 you know, and with the service, dude, with, with Spectrum, dude, and that's what I was telling him online when I was bitching at him. He was like, well, is there anything we can do? If you change your mind, you know, we're always here to serve, you know, give you service. And I'm like, dude, no, after four years of fighting with you guys over this, being my own fucking Wi-Fi technician, you know what I mean? Like they put it all on you. It's just like the goddamn grocery store. So I was telling my friend the other day, I'm like, dude, I've been doing it all wrong. From now on, on my resume, I'm a fucking part-time cashier at Walmart. I'm a part-time cashier at Kroger. I'm a part-time Wi-Fi technician for Spectrum. Anything that these companies are going to make me do is going on my fucking resume from now fucking on. Because guess what? I'm the one troubleshooting my Wi-Fi. I'm not, I don't have a technician out there going, oh, well, let me fix it for you. No, it's me. Me, 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 me. I'm doing it all. <laughs> it's fucking wild. The point we've got to, I think I told this a couple of weeks ago, but there was someone on Twitter that was like, you know, right before Christmas or whatever, they were like, uh, we need to tell Walmart to, fi to fix all these self-checkout machines. And I said, no, bro, they're just going to hand you a screwdriver and say, fix it yourself. That's the way it's going. But you know what? I'm going to turn it on its head. I'm going to start getting credit for it. <laughs> <laughs> you want to make me be the Wi-Fi technician? Well, guess what? I just added something to my resume, bitch. I changed my own tire because the place didn't want to fucking do it. Guess what? I'm an auto mechanic all of a sudden. You know, let's flip this shit on its fucking head. I know what numbered oranges are at Walmart. I buy them all the time. I am a, I am a cashier at fucking Walmart now. Part-time. I have the weirdest hours, you know, I show up randomly, but still I'm doing the fucking work and they're going to sit there and complain about the thefts they have. It's like, yeah, people are sick of checking them fucking selves out. No wonder they're taking shit. <laughs> God, dude, you're making us do all the work and you got one person over there playing on the fucking phone. Oh, it's terrible. It's a terrible system, but I mean, that's the way things are going. That's the way things are going, man. Everything's automated. You can't get anybody on the fucking phone. Through Amazon's one of the worst. I worked for Amazon before. <laughs> you know, as a contractor through Amazon, but still, you can't get anybody on the phone. You can find people in the warehouse, but you don't know who to talk to. You know, nobody knows who to talk to. They're not trying to be found. They don't want to tell you about your route you got to do. They're not trying to help you out any extra. You figure it out. You load your own boxes. You take them where they're supposed to be. We'll pay you. Like, God damn, man. I got my own delivery service all of a sudden. I didn't know I was going to be doing this shit. Fucking crazy. So, yeah, pad your stats. Pad your resumes. <laughs> all this shit you've been doing. 
Oh yeah, that's uh, that's the thing about this uh, this apartment complex too. See, they put up signs all over the uh, complex. See, litter, pick it up. It's like, okay, so I'm a part-time porter at this apartment complex now, too. I'm putting that shit on there, too. I picked up a Coke can the other day that was out of place. It's like, dude, don't you pay people for that? What are they doing? Now I'm, uh, you're putting it on me to pick up extra fucking litter? Like, what? no. (laughs) It's crazy, dude. It's crazy. Oh, fuck. I mean, they're fixing these fucking carports right now. I'm parked next to a forklift. I might as well hop on and start my shift. (laughs) I'll fix it for you. Don't worry. Free of charge. No problem. The thing I'm getting out of it is experience. And like I said, padding my resume. There we go. Jesus Christ. Let me open some of these containers over here. Oh, sir, you can't do that. It's that's theft. You could be standing, no, 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 officer, no, no, no. You see that sign, see litter, pick it up? That's, I do that part-time. You see this forklift? I'm going to, I'm fucking, where's the key? You see this box, this AC unit they have right here next to me? Oh, no, those are the solar panels. Are they doing more solar panels? Gee, I'll, I'll figure out how to do those, too. Fuck it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Man, just a world of you you do everything your fucking self. Do it yourself. You figure it out. You figure out how to do it. I don't know how to do it. (laughs) I almost asked the lady at Kroger the other day for her fucking, you know, when you you try to buy alcohol, they're like, oh, you got to see if they're 21. I almost asked her for her fucking... Number she punches into the machine so I can just make it faster for myself next time. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to come check me. I know how to work this system. I got it. I've been doing this for years. <laughs> just give me your code so I can check. You know, I can say I'm 21. You know, I don't need you. You go take a break. You go play on your cell phone. You go play your candy crush. Ah, oh, Lord. I'm just wild, man. It's wild. But, I mean, I guess in certain ways it's more convenient, you know. People don't want to talk to other people. I get that. The COVID thing changed a lot of things. Whatever. Just bullshit, man. (laughs) You got to do everything your fucking self. This world is becoming very DIY. Which DIY was cool back in the day. I was like, yeah, I'm fucking... I learned how to spackle my walls and paint it myself. You know, I just looked at a couple of videos and it taught me. Or bought a Home Depot book felt cool to be DIY. Now they're like, okay, (laughs) you like doing things yourself? No problem. We're going to make you do it all yourself. Like, fuck, man. Only thing I can't seem to do is fucking pay myself (laughs) for the things I'm doing. It should be some, oh, that's it right there. They're never going to do this, but that it should be some sort of tax credit. I checked myself out for However many hours this entire year at Walmart, where's my tax break? I did the work. Oh, man, that's another avenue right there. I, I got to tweet that after I'm done with this episode. I, I'm tweeting tax breaks for being a part-time cashier, tax breaks for being a part-time Wi-Fi technician, 
um, at IRS. <laughs> you don't want to fuck with the IRS. I'm just goofing off, but yeah, you know what I'm saying. Oh, boy. It's fucking wild, man. Anyways, this is the last drink. Thank you guys for listening. Episode number 259. Drink until you podcast. The only podcast that lasts until the last drop. As always, don't drink and drive. Get an Uber. Get a Lyft. Stay where the fuck you're at. Just be. I'm at home. I'm not going anywhere. I am doing this in my car because it sounds good, but you know, I'm walking inside. That's it. I'm done for the night. <laughs> go lay my head on my little pillow and go and go night nights. So, uh, anyways, thank you guys for listening. I'll talk to you next week. I love you all. Be safe. Bye.